0: Good morning. Welcome to Simply Remarkable, our multi-live streaming show created by Remarkable, a Speakers Bureau. And I am Sue Falcone, your host today and founder and CEO of Remarkable. Now, we begin this show for you so that we could showcase the talent that we represent and book here at Remarkable. And you could get to know them personally just like we do. This is a great conversation time, so we're just ready to have a great, great time. Now, you also never know, you might be out there looking for your next speaker or entertainer or performer, or you know someone that is. We get calls all the time, so we just never know, and that's why we're here. We just want to have a great time today with you. Now, you're also going to see how remarkable our talent is and how they can help you be remarkable, too. Thanks for joining us today. And we are celebrating the launch of our new website yesterday, which was amazing, remarkable, amazing. And our guest that we have today is our latest our newest member of our bureau. So we're celebrating all kinds of things today. Now, our active chat line is open. Feel free to put your questions, comments, shout outs, whatever. We know you're there, though, because even if you don't say anything, we get to see your comments and all later. So we know you're there. Now, today's featured guest is, an again, our newest addition to Remarkable. She's a global award-winning flow strategy keynote speaker and violinist. Now you're going to hear more about that. She's a global thought leader on the positive psychology of peak performance. Isn't that what we're all about? And she is a TEDx, a TED Talk speaker, executive coach, corporate trainer, author, the remarkable Diane Allen. Welcome, Diane, to Simply Remarkable.
1: Good morning.
0: <laughs> oh, we're so glad to have you. And where are you coming to us from? From beautiful Bend, Oregon. I've heard so much about Bend, Oregon. They say it's <laughs> absolutely, I can't wait to uh, to fly across there and meet you someday. You never <laughs> know. You never know. And I'm clear across the world, you know, on the <laughs> other side of the United States, And it's 30 degrees here. It's cold here today. What's your weather like?
1: I haven't looked out the window yet. It's still dark.
0: (laughs) Okay, that's it. That's right. Remember, I, I get confused. She's on. She had to get up early for us, and we're so glad. And our broadcast director, Lisa, behind the scenes, she had to get up early, too. I'm the one that can sleep a little later. So I just welcome everyone here today. Now, these 30 minutes go by just so fast, Diane so we're just going to jump in. Is that okay? Yes. Great. Now, Diane, tell us, where did you grow up and who was the greatest influence in your life? People ask this all the time. (laughs) Well, I am a native
1: of Cleveland, Ohio, uh, the suburbs of Cleveland. And Most people, what they don't realize about Cleveland is that it really is an international cultural center. They have one of the best art museums in the world, one of the best orchestras in the world. Um, They're very active in theater. And uh, when I think about the people that influenced me the most, that would be my mother and my father. Um, I am definitely a meld of the two. I'd like to say that I am a combination of all of the best parts of my parents. (laughs) Anyway, my dad was a full-on entrepreneur, uh, my mother an artist. And they, I remember, Sue, being so little when my parents would take us to theater or to the orchestra, the Cleveland Orchestra. I remember sitting way up high in the Cleveland Orchestra. I was so little that the seat would fold up on me. Like I couldn't like hold it down with my legs and my legs were just dangling. And the the power of the orchestra and the sound, it would just like reverberate straight through me. It was so powerful. And I remember my parents saying, okay, well, which of those instruments do you like the most? And I was like, I like the violin and that's how it happened
0: <laughs> wow fell in love at an early age well did you always think though that even though you like music and all did you always ever think about speaking and being an author never <laughs> i uh,
1: it was interesting i was a youtube early adopter and I was on there making violin tutorials. I was I taught uh, I taught violin lessons for 28 years total, and I was putting my students' performances on YouTube. And this was like a brand new thing. And I saw myself on video, and I thought, "Huh, I should probably go get some speaker training." And I started doing some training with some groups, and I had no idea I was going to fall in love with public speaking. That was all new for me. Um, And then the author part, actually, these are, um, let's see, where's my finger going here? These books, you see these up here in the green ones? Uh, These are um, music books that I published. I was also a a self-published person. uh, That was an early adopter in self-publishing. And I have a whole methodology for how do you find where you put your fingers on the violin because there's no frets, there's no way to know. Um, And that's what these books are. So uh, these things evolved. I had no idea that I would ever do anything like this. And I am currently writing a book about my views on the flow state. I don't know when that will be out, but We'll um, cross fingers, hopefully, sometime in
0: 2024. Yay. All <laughs> right. Exactly. That, that's amazing how all that kind of put together to know. Now, Diane, you share that a happy and fulfilled workforce is today's competitive advantage. Now, you have developed powerful three-step flow strategies can which you are helping so many people with to unlock their genius and love what they do? Can you tell us a little bit about and you got plenty of time? Tell <laughs> us a little bit about that process and how it impacted you and how it can also impact all of us, right? Um, wow, you just like put it
1: all out there, all in one sentence there. So I think to fully understand, um, this is the orchestra that I used to play in. I'm lead, well, where am I? Lead violinist, which is second in command to the conductor. And and talk about being in the hot seat, right? If I performed well, that would ripple throughout the orchestra. If I did not perform well, that would ripple throughout the orchestra. So I always had to be at the top of my game, always. and getting into the music, you expect, if you're going to hear a concert, you would expect a musician to get into the music because otherwise, like you're just hearing them go through the motions and just playing the notes. So getting into the music is a musician's version of being in the flow state. And the more I would get into the music, the better I would play, the better I would play, the more I would get into the music. Being in flow was key for both musical interpretation and peak performance. So I always relied on flow to lead this group. And it wasn't just leading the orchestra. It was also leading the audience because I was basically the one who gave the visual cues for the audience. And that would ignite group flow between the orchestra and the audience. Group flow, also known as team synergy. Right. This is all about flow. So I had a bad moment one day, couldn't get into the music. It freaked me out. And I reverse engineered the process and came up with a system. Those are the three steps that I walk people through right now, uh, because everybody gets into flow. And it's my belief that when you can really define how you uniquely get into flow. And I do believe that everyone has their own unique way that you can replicate it. When you define it, you own it. And if you can define what that is for you, not only can you get into flow on demand, which is you know, supposed to be like, no, you can't get into flow on demand. It's elusive. It just comes and goes. I'm like, no, I had to get into flow no matter what. So, this is what I teach. And when people define how they uniquely get into flow, they really hone in on exactly what makes them tick. And it's usually something that's very deep and meaningful to themselves. Um, it gives people purpose. Um, helps them to activate their best performance. And it doesn't matter. You know, obviously, I'm interpreting music here and playing a high precision instrument, but it could be somebody working on an Excel spreadsheet. It doesn't matter what you're doing. We all get into flow. So it's my goal to empower people to connect what they love to the work that they do and to do that through flow.
0: Wow. I love it. I love it. Now, when I first met you, I said, I guess some of us have somewhat connected and didn't know what it was, you know, and didn't realize, you know, the process and didn't realize, Oh, I can have this all the time. I don't just have to have it, you know, when I'm thinking about it or whatever, but I kind of took it from basketball too. Cause I love sports and they, you know, in basketball, we're in North Carolina. It's a basketball state. <laughs> and I heard when I moved here, they said, oh, yeah, you got to be in your zone. They got to be in their zone. Yes. And then I realized that's the same thing. You're right. Because when they're in their zone, they are, you know, really unstoppable. And are of Yeah. I have, a, word of, I
1: have a question for you. When you're watching the basketball do you feel it in yourself?
0: Oh, yeah. You yes. know, I, I, I'm not an athlete, but I, I, I feel their intensity. I feel their passion. You know, you can see it even on a, you know, on a TV screen or in person. Right. You can see them.
1: Yeah. That's that's that synergy that, that flow creates. It does inspire all of us. And so, you know, we talk about there's a lot going on here because I'm in a leadership role. And so that ripples throughout the orchestra. So I was saying, the better I do, the better everyone else does. And it's just the same as what you were saying, when you you get that inspiration from watching an amazing basketball player or somebody play chess or, you know, somebody rock a a meeting. So you have individual performance, but then you have the group performance. And then as a leader, you can influence through flow. So there's a lot going on there.
0: Yeah, a lot to pack in and on leadership, because that's where, you know, the biggest topic that I'm requested at our bureau is, is for leadership, because they're looking for it because it's so different today than it's ever been. And handling that is so different. And they want peak performance. Yes, from all their staff and everyone around them. But tell us a little bit about how flow state and getting into that strategy has the positive impact on peak performance.
1: So there's a lot going on here. Uh, When you, as I was saying before, when you can define your own unique way of getting into flow, the three steps I walk people through are the three-step flow strategy system. And when you know your own unique way of getting into flow, that is your flow strategy. And so when you are in flow, there are a number of peak performance hormones that are released into your bloodstream. They are endorphins, dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, and anandamide. And because of this, we do experience euphoria motivation. We experience peak performance and happiness all at the same time. And I can't imagine any leader who wouldn't want their people to feel all this at the same time uh, and to be in this peak state. So cultivating a culture of flow is, is you know, this is a culture of flow. How do you cultivate that? Um, so that's why I say it's key. Having your people being happy as they are in peak performance, I mean, how's it get any better? But there's one more thing I want to share with you. When you are in flow, the more I said, the more I get onto it, the better I play, the better I play, the more I get into it. It's a positive feedback loop. And when you are in peak performance, in flow, your work does not drain you. It refuels you. It. it I, I remember... Not being able to fall asleep after a concert because it was so exhilarating. I mean, what if your people could could leave at the end of the day saying, like, "Wow, it's five o'clock already. can't wait to come back tomorrow. I mean, that's what I experienced in this kind of environment. and that's what I want to help people to create in their organizations.
0: What a wonderful, wonderful concept. And like I said, this is this is. Um, it has to do with neuroscience and a lot of things that are coming out that we didn't really connect with before. And we love speakers and we love teachers and we love trainers that can make us that connected. So Mm -hmm. you are a gift. You are a gift. And we appreciate that, you know, you're out there putting this out for people and showing them it's not all that difficult. Once you know the 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 steps and do that, so thank you for sharing that because you know it's amazing. It's amazing that uh, the changes that can you can make, and that's what people are looking for. Let's see what is it because um, I'm publishing a blog that you wrote. Uh, it didn't get published yesterday, but it's being published right now. Our assistant's out there. On, you know, what some workforce issues, because you do work in a lot of HR and work for workforce issues, because that's where this all really happens and can work really well and help. And there are the blog that we're putting out is on the great resignation. You know, that's been coming out. You know, it's coming up and it still keeps coming back. And what do we do with it? And how do we handle it? So. Tell us a little bit about how does the workforce of today, they're going through this, how can you help them?
1: It's interesting. I remember, let's see, I think it was, I think it was fall of 2021. So we're a full year and a half into the pandemic. And I was just about to give a speech for, I think it was DC um, Sherm's event. It was a virtual event. And two days before, there was a Harvard Business Review article that came out. And the headline of it was, how can we engage our people right now? And their number one topic was, Connect what people love to what they do. And in a nutshell, that's what flow does.
0: I love that. I love that because that's what people, we need to put it simple. You know, it's not rocket science, but it is important to our workforce of today. And there's a lot that goes into that, that we pack into that. But that's the key here. Is the connection? And- There's such,
1: there is such a misconception because people are like, she plays for a living. She gets paid to do that. Yes. <laughs> so why does work have to have this stigma of, of, You know, working for a living. You got to work hard and, and, uh, you know, recuperate when you come home. What if you came home and you were fully energized like I was? I couldn't sleep after a concert because you're so energized. It's possible. I lived it.
0: Hey, and that's what great speakers are all about. (laughs) They tell what they lived. Yeah. Instead of just book knowledge and saying, this is how it should be. I love that. I love that because that's a transparency. That's the authentic look that people are wanting to see. doesn't have to be perfect, <laughs> but it does have to see that they can resonate and they can be there too. Mm-hmm. That's your key. You're a blessing. I have, you know, read a lot about what you do because I I'm interested myself. I mean, you know, it's just personal interest. So I know (laughs) there's a lot of people just like me that would be interested in that, too. So introducing that. And that's that's a key thing. That's a key thing. Now, Diane, tell us. What is it? And you'll love this. You will love this. It says, what is it that makes you smile about where you are today?
1: Ooh. I have been a lifelong teacher. And I mentioned earlier, I taught violin for 28 years. That's one on one. And to be able to do one to many and to make an impact and to teach, uh, I just, uh, it's just an amplification of everything that I've worked for, and that's what puts a smile on my, on my face. You know, the culmination of where I am right now is performing on stage during my keynotes. Um, I just recently added an exercise to my keynotes where we get into group flow together. I, um, and that just is so much fun. It feels a lot like this experience that I can help translate that for the audience. And to be able to, to give people real tools to to access the best in them that's already in there, to unlock their genius and to be in their heart, um, that's what flow is for me. And I can't think of like a more satisfying and rewarding um, way to be spending my time at this time.
0: <laughs> exactly. And you know what event planners and people that are looking to book speakers are looking for? They're looking for someone not to give a speech, not to give a talk, not to do a presentation. They want you to create an experience. And that's what work is. We need to create experiences that will last a lifetime. And you do that so well because you're right. (laughs) Yes, you bring that violin right in with you. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, unique. But it works because people are saying, oh, wow, you know, you have that talent, but you've also used the gift of how that talent worked for you. And no matter what anyone's talent is, it can work for them and be in that flow. So thank you for sharing that. That is just amazing. (laughs) That is just amazing to me how all that works out. And I was just you know, when I saw your reviews and your international and look, you know, this is amazing. This thank is you. really remarkable. And I thank you for thank sharing you. that because you're just one of those unique people that we just love to be around. Oh, And look, I, have,
1: I have to say that um, you have mentioned the word gift two or three times today. And the reason why that really sticks out to me is because. I was born on my dad's birthday. And he says all the time, you're my best birthday present ever. You are my gift. And I hear that so much. And to hear somebody else mention the word gift was like a real head turner for me. It's like, whoa, it's not just my dad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, wow. That's, that's amazing. That, that's <laughs> remarkable. That's, you know, we never know here on the show what happens. But <laughs> let me just tell you one thing, too. When I correspond with you, you always end your emails with smile. And, and the exclamation point. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's 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 amazing how that connects. Because sometimes that, you know, it might not have been a, a happy situation up to them, but that just oh, says... Oh, <laughs> I can be there. I can be there. Now, in closing, yes. can you believe it's getting closing time? Um, what will you do today, Diane, to be remarkable?
1: Ooh, today, I have some tasks that I have to do today, um, but they are all done from that that spirit of making a difference in this world and you know I'm not the only person out there who speaks on flow state but I think what sets me apart is that I'm a like a flow for the people um kind of speaker I'm not thinking it's just for elitists or leaders or just you know a certain um demographic it's We are all wired for this. You could be a pipe fitter. You could be a software engineer. You could be somebody in human resources. You could be someone, a frontline worker at Starbucks. It doesn't matter. We all get into flow. And every every little piece of content or outreach or anything that I do in my business, I know the end game is always helping people to... Really unlock the best in themselves and to be able to live a more
0: rewarding life. That sounds great. So I bet when you go, people notice, you know, <laughs> you're, yeah, that's the deal. And they realize they can be wow and want to know more. So thank you for sharing that today. And to our audience out here, we never know whether you're there or not. And that's great because we know about it later. Because sometimes you're just so enthralled on listening that we understand that. But our challenge to our audience today is, what are you going to do to be remarkable? Maybe you heard something today that would spark that. We would love to hear that. Please put it in the chat or let us know. What is it that you're going to do to be remarkable? And we, we just love to know that because that's, you know, part of what we do here. We want you not only to see our talent, but you also want you to be remarkable as well. And thanks, Lindy, for coming by. Um, uh, and we've got people asking, and we're going to do that in just a minute. We will have a great time. We have a surprise coming in a few minutes, but thanks so much, Diane, for joining us today. It's celebrating the holidays. It's a busy time and getting us all ready for the end of the year and a brand new year's beginning. And I hope you get some family time because I know your schedule is busy. So you'll have that enjoying. And look, anyone out there, are you looking for a special speaker? Please contact us today because Diane books quickly and she's on our new website. So you'll be able to see her there. And everyone, we hope that you will come back next Friday. December the 15th. Can you believe that? That's 10 days before Christmas. Wow. (laughs) When our featured guest will be another new addition to our remarkable team of speakers, the team of Don and Dr. Dina Ortez. They are international keynote speakers, global entrepreneurship leadership experts, award-winning authors. They are performing speakers and muted and music artists in 44 countries, and they're with Renaissance Records USA. They have their own band, Dina Preston Band, and they bring both to all of our conferences. So it's amazing how music can can really relate here, so you won't want to miss this episode as well. And we also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We don't want you to miss an episode of our show. Just in case you forgot anything that Diane said today and you want to go back, you will find it there. You can go back and see all the episodes. You'll also see all the videos of our talent that we represent, live person videos, so you can see and be able to know what you're wanting to see before they are booked for you. Now, also, I just want to thank you because Remarkable Speakers Bureau is honored for the opportunity to partner with you and create a remarkable experience of a lifetime for your clients and audiences. That's what we do. And we love what we do. We love who we get to work with and we'd love to hear from you. Now, we hope you're going to have a remarkable holiday weekend, because like I said, it's going to be busy and we will see you next Friday. But before we go, we have a special surprise for you. Diane is going to close out our show with her beautiful music that she brings with her to every keynote. Take the stage, Diane. Thank you so much, Sue. Thank you so much, Diane. Have a wonderful weekend, everyone. See you next week.